Welcome to the Think Data podcast, brought to you in partnership with DataWorks. If you want to stay up to date with the latest breakthroughs and trends in the world of data and artificial intelligence, and if you're curious about some of the strategies that companies and founders use to launch data and AI products, then you're in the right place. Our aim is to bring together a diverse lineup of fantastic guests, from the founders through to accomplished leaders and product owners at some of the most fascinating data and AI companies worldwide. They will each offer you their own unique insights into what it takes to launch and scale a great data business. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the episode. This is episode 30 of the Think Data podcast, which actually marks the end of our very first season. Um, This podcast is presented in partnership with DataWorks, and today we're delighted to have Thierry Tremblay to the show. Thierry is the CEO and founder of Cohesion, and they are a platform that specializes in low-code and no-code database software solutions. Welcome to the show, and thanks so much for uh, for, for coming on. I know we've... uh, I suppose COVID had other ideas, but we uh, it's great to have you on. And I know Cohesion has been uh, you know, a baby of yours for kind of 10, 11 years now. And I was really interested to get under the bonnet of, you know, what was the backstory to AU uh, and, and at what point did you launch the business? Yes. Uh, well, first of all, thank you, Alex, for having me. Um the, the the genesis essentially of cohesion so that's a great question so it's been we've been around since 98 uh and started as a consulting and software development firm so we had the typical process of okay we have a client we build a custom piece of software deliver it and go on to the next project and so on and so on uh, as we were building relationship with our clients we saw, and that's that's like more than 10 years, more than a decade ago, we saw the need for our clients. They, they wanted to be more autonomous. They wanted to be able to customize their own software themselves, not to the level we had bef- 10 years ago, but more advanced customization. Um, that gave us the idea of starting the low code uh, equation, the platform. And, and this is to give the client some, some ability, some autonomy on, on customizing their own software and not relying on the developer because it, it can be very frustrating for a business owner or an organization as a whole to wait for a developer or a developer team to update their software, especially when they have an urgent need. And sometimes it could be, it was, it started as being as simple as adding a drop-down option. So I know it's easy and everybody expects that in in today's software, but back then it it, it was a development task. So yeah. we, it started from that and then it grew, it grew, it grew. And, and finally, 10 years ago, we had a cohesion that was launched and allowed our clients to more than update their software is to they could create their own software, their own workflow and update it as they go. So that's kind of where we are. And and as we saw that, we there's different needs that come with this. So they have the application and then they want to do data visualization. They want to do analysis. They want to integrate for other stuff. So that's what's been keeping us busy uh, so far. Interesting. And I know, uh, so so you were led predominantly by 
the problems that your customers were coming up against and 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 the need or the want to take control of as you said not kind of relying on it or a technology partner to build these programs but over the time um How's that product or offering kind of evolved? Because I'm assuming right at the beginning, there was a problem that you were looking to solve with Cohesion. Um, but over time, how, how did that platform, both in terms of look, feel and functionality evolve? So, yeah, no, a very good question again. So in terms of look, so the being techie, so we had a very techie looking interface. So the first mm. interface of Cohesion was very techy, very involved, and I, I, I should say intimidating. Mm. So that's on the UI side. So we actually had to do a lot of work and a lot of research to work on the actual UI and UX of Cohesion to make it look. And that's a that's a big challenge because it has to be it has to provide all the power and flexibility that you want to provide to your clients. But also when you start with the platform, it has to be easy to use and intuitive. Mm. So that's the challenge, right? So, and most of the times the application being built in Cohesion are fairly advanced. So how do you balance that where you have an easy to use, not too intimidating uh, interface while having a big or larger um project that you need to implement. So that was a, 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 a game that we not, not a game, but a, a lot of work had to go into this to really, okay, so how do we provide that way? And we, in cohesion, what we do, we take, a, I, I call it the onion approach, the onion mm. peel approach, right? So we have the first layer, which is like easy to use, and then you can dig, 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 dig. And that approach is pretty much everywhere in cohesion. So example, you can create a report. It's super easy. You just follow the wizard. You select a few fields. This is the first layer. If you want to customize that report, then you can go the second layer, you can go a third layer. In our reporting module, you, we even have a fourth layer if you want to go nuts and uh, connect to other system and aggregate your data. So mm. it's really the, the, the concentric layers of functionality that we provide. And that theme, that theme is recurring within the, the Cohesion platform, uh, even with workflow. So you could have very simple workflow, like if, if the status is closed, then hide this field. So this is very easy. Mm. But you can have other workflows that are much more complex that says if you're working with financial systems, it could be, okay, well, if the exchange rate between the US and the Euro is that much, do this and do that. So we can build, go down those layers of complexity and build those super advanced uh, workflows that do connect to other system or other uh, data system. So it's, as you can see, it's it, it was really a balancing act of, okay, simplicity of usage while providing advanced uh, workflow. And this has been top of mind over the, ver the multiple iterations and versions of uh, Cohesion out there. Interesting. And obviously this is all underpinned by, which seems quite an early adopter of this, but obviously low code, no code, which obviously we're seeing so it's courtesy of kind of AI at the moment. Everyone's talking about those kind of tooling platforms that kind of are a no-code, low-code solution. But obviously, this is talking 10 or so years ago when you had that idea 
to provide that solution to your customer. Uh, what, what do you think the the number one benefit those kind of platforms offer customers? And the number one, well, let's let's take a scenario, right? Mm. So uh, let's say you have an organization that has a specific need for data management. So let's keep it uh, super high level. So typically, they, that organization will do their due diligence and they will look, okay, what's out there off the shelf that I can purchase and that would fit my need? Mm. So that's the first step. So will, and the organization does that and Unfortunately, there's no fit for their very specific needs. Um, sometimes I'll see like we can have a very simple example of a of a CRM for a nonprofit organization. So most CRMs out there are built for sales and yep. sales striking. Um, but some very specific nonprofit organizations, they might deal with cats and dogs and and very specific needs that none of the CRM out there will uh, cater to. So they don't have a solution that fit their needs, but they still need a solution, right? So then they're faced with the, the, a decision, should we build our own custom software for to manage our CRM data? So building, and we all know, like developing a custom software is typically a fairly large project, fairly expensive project, mm. a time-consuming project, and a risky project. Uh, sometimes it's the right decision to go that route for, for a slew of reasons, um, but it's risky and expensive. So cohesion is in the middle there. Yeah. So when, you, you're, when you've done your due diligence and you don't want to go with a custom software development project, then you can go with a low-code and no-code platform and build your software yourself or with the help of uh, of us uh, in this case and build it much quicker so you might it might be like one two thirds quicker than a and even more than a standard development project at a fraction of the cost and you can and after that you can update and keep up, keep your software up to date, up to your needs, because every organization's needs will evolve over time. And that's the second thing mm. is once you have a software, software is no longer this big monolithic uh, piece of code that never moves over time. Business have to adapt quickly. They have to, and, and sometimes it's a matter of life or, or death for business is that we need to be more efficient very quickly. Yeah. So software need to adapt quickly. And when I say quickly, it's within hours, within, mm. within a day, I need to be able to do this and do that. So using a platform like Cohesion really allows them to first build it and maintain it, update it, and be very nimble with uh, their data management. So that's, that's the big, uh, one of the big advantages. The, the other scenario we see a lot is for... Um, legacy system or yeah. support systems so that and that's i don't want to say it's funny but it's it's interesting so we get those calls so uh our software is going to be out of service in two months and it's a fairly large software so what do they do so they have a mission critical piece of software that is expiring in two months so building a new software from scratch usually is impossible you 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 can't build it yeah um so the next logical step 
is cohesion, where we can take their existing data, move it to cohesion, and usually we and and we do this within the time frame that they require, uh, and then they have their system uh, ready to go and migrate it. So. Uh, end of life systems, legacy systems. A lot of um, we see a lot of people, uh, bigger organization, for some reason their SharePoint goes out. Yeah. So either they decide to migrate out of uh, SharePoint, so and they will have a slew of systems in SharePoint, and they need to migrate it to something. So that's that's the second thing that we we see a lot is those legacy or out of support. Uh, systems um, that need to be migrated. Interesting. And I'm guessing um, in terms of your initial customer base, obviously when you were taking kind of Cohesion, who uh, the consulting business, who then obviously almost uh, unearthed the, you know, the need for a platform such as Cohesion, were there, was there a typical um, industry sector? Was there a typical use case? Was there a typical um, problem that you were coming up against over and over again? Or was it really kind of sector agnostic? It wasn't as much financial data or CRM data. It was really there to solve every problem. So uh, that is a great question. And we're constantly working on that question um, <laughs> and saying, okay, where? So, and and we came up with, an interesting answer to this. So we we don't have a specific sector there where cohesion shines more than another sector, but it's more on specific needs or situations. Mm. So we might have a nonprofit organizations that manage a dog shelter. Uh, yep. It could be another nonprofit that do a Christmas a food basket uh, for people in need. Might be a financial uh, lending business. Um, these these enterprises, these organizations are completely different from one to the other, but they all have the same need mm. to migrate, to organize their data, and more often than not, get rid of their Excel mess. So yeah. that's, and, and we see that a lot. So we have companies that have five, 10, 25 Excel sheets and, or Excel files. And each of these files have like 10 worksheets and they share it and they have multiple versions. They get corrupted. They, and they don't know which version is the correct version. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the main things that we see is we see these organization having a well, let's use the right word, right? Having a mess out of their data and mm. they have a need to organize it. And we can talk about security and privacy of the data yeah. afterwards, but they, they need to protect the data, organize the data and, and give access to the people to the data. So it's we, we see that a lot. So that's one of the needs that we, we cater to. And then you have like the legacy systems and so on. So everything kind of interconnects, but in terms of sector of, um, of working, we, we touch a lot. Like we work with universities, we work with medical research. We obviously we have a HIPAA compliant version of cohesion for, uh, for medical data in the, in the U S. Um, but it goes from like, the full gamut of, uh, of information that you, you, if you can imagine it, essentially you can use it in cohesion. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, um, 
it's interesting when obviously we, we did this kind of was the research before before this and looked actually to the platform itself and you know it looks relatively uh, it solves a lot of problems I guess in terms of its functionality and you're right a lot of these organisations you touched on universities there you touched on kind of healthcare establishments some of them are quite older school in terms of maybe the way they're running, maybe they could be the financial data. A lot of companies are still got Excel, but actually what you're coming in is trying to centralize all that. And then through different permissions and rights, you give access to that data as opposed to sharing a spreadsheet. You're ultimately giving them a whole new suite of, you know, uh, data sets and applications for people to tap into. Exactly. And we push that concept. So first of all, we take security very seriously. So everything mm -hmm. that needs to be done on the data side on our infrastructure is done to manage the data and with various level depending on our clients need. But the other thing we believe in is the ability to provide the tools to our clients to manage their own data so that we, we make sure it's safe. Mm. But they have to have the tools to manage their data. And more precisely with data privacy is what type of data can be exported to Excel, for example, within cohesion. What type of data can be seen by X and Y type of employees? So this is data privacy. So you can have, let's say you have a medical record. So first name, last name, and you have the full history of the, 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 the medication the person is taking. So if I'm a, a, an admin person, I just need to know first name, last name, and the address. I really don't need to know the medication. No. So for privacy purposes, we provide the tools for our clients to be able to, man to, to, to manage who can see what and track that information as well. So it's, it, it, and that can become very important in the day to day, but also for privacy auditing purposes, because yep. when you get audited is, okay, where's your data dictionary? So you can go to your cohesion and this is, these are all the types of data that we have in, yep. our, in our organization. And then, okay, what can you do for each of these types of data? And then you can, you can show that okay we've we've organized our data these people can see so we have the tools available to us to manage data privacy for our organization so and this is part of our philosophy is provide yeah. the tools for our users to manage their data we're talking about privacy but it could be anything else so it's it's one of the staples of cohesion is providing the tools to work with your data because it's such an important point at the moment, obviously, with kind of risk governance, um, you know, even obviously recent, you know, summits around AI, uh, privacy, uh, you know, protecting people's data is really front and center of most conversations organizations are having. I know you obviously got some pretty strict processes in terms of how you manage that, but how do you keep on top of all the various uh, rules, regulations uh, from a kind of maybe a state by state and a country to country basis. Because obviously within the US, states operate differently. Uh, obviously, you're in Canada yourself, you have global customers. How do you keep on top of that? So that is a great question. So one, one of the things that we do is we have our HIPAA version. So we yep. keep on top of HIPAA to make sure. Then obviously, yeah, there there's 
tons of different levels of compliance. And that comes back to my answer is providing the tools to our clients so they can be compliant because mm-hmm. most time being compliant with uh, your data is a small part is a software and the big part is how do I manage the data in in with my employees with mm. the human resources what do I do do I send it in an email lots of training so where creation is just part of any compliance where it's we can ensure that okay that your data is stored in that manner encrypted at rest transferred at rest it's uh, logged audited and everything so we provide the tools for them to to have their compliance yeah. uh, in, in, in that. So we, we, we take, I don't want to say a reverse approach, but we take a, a, the approach of teaching the person how to fish versus giving them the person a fish. Yeah, that makes complete sense. And I obviously going back 10 or so years when the business was obviously gathering some momentum, are there any kind of success stories or use cases which you're kind of proud of the most proud of i'm guessing that you know they're all in the same you're proud of all of them or is any that kind of stand out for you uh yes actually i have a few in mind so that's a great question so just recently well actually in the past few years we've been working with um with lenders so money lenders in the u.s yep um and there's a lot of work that has to be done in the in in, in the office before money is loaned out obviously mm-hmm. so the the workflow is very complex very advanced and there's a lot of areas where things can be automated so uh we've been working um with a few lenders and increasing a lot their output with the same human resources so let's say one person could manage five loans per month. Now they can do 15. So we're very proud of that. And, it, and it's a lot of internal data management, but also uh, communi- communicating the workflows with external entities like um, uh, escrow agent, lawyers, yep. uh, real estate agents. So uh, having all these pieces put together and integrated. So when these people go uh, and, and and look at a loan or look at a client, they can see the full story. So we're very proud of that. We've been working a lot in, in this uh, sector. And what makes us the, the prouder is the, the increased uh, efficiency of the team uh, using the software, because whenever we do a project, obviously it's the return on investment. Mm. So the return investment has to be as quick as possible and as high as possible uh, for our clients. So that's always something that is top of mind uh, when we work with our clients and, and we'll be very straightforward with it and say, okay, well, that you're asking for something that's going to be super expensive, but it doesn't yield anything. So we would advise that, yeah, let's put it for later or not do it at all. So yep. return on investment is always super important, which essentially translates into uh, enhanced uh, workflow efficiency. Um, another nice uh, example I have in mind, and I was talking about legacy systems a bit earlier in, uh, in our talk, is um, last autumn about a year ago so we got a call from a university they had a system the system was about to die and it needed to be migrated within i think it was like 10 weeks 
so from scratch, so learning the system, making sure that we migrate the right thing, the security, the workflows, the generation of PDF, things of that nature. So we were able to do to build something really cool for them, migrate all their data. There was no downtime over a weekend. So on Friday, they closed one system. On Monday, they were using their Cohesion wow. account. And they've been using it for uh, for over uh, a year now, and uh, they, they actually are. We we are doing it for other system within that same organization. So very proud of that, where we were able to deliver something very quick within their budget, and also that they felt the value was uh, high enough that they're we're doing other systems with them. So that that's another point that we're very proud. Of. I think it's a nice uh, feeling because obviously you're, you're of the size where you can be agile, where you can adapt to specific kind of problems. And as you rightly said, you've got that kind of 10 week period over the weekends, you transfer that data and then on a Monday, everyone comes in and then there's that kind of, uh, there's that kind of uh, learning period. And then once they're up and running, then you kind of feel, well, you know, then you start to see the results. But in terms of from a product and, um, platform perspective what are, what's kind of next on the roadmap for you in terms of the next six 12 months in terms of features enhancements what, what do you think we can expect to see so what we've been uh, looking at is uh, and and this has been going on for uh, the last year also is data visualization and data analysis so what mm. we've been talking about is okay we put data in cohesion we implement workflows we work with the data that's the, the day to day so everybody in the organization use it and they're efficient with their day-to-day -day businesses but then c-level or managers within that organization they don't necessarily need to work with the day-to-day data but they need to be able to see results or gauge what's happening within the organization. And that's where dashboards, data visualization, uh, data aggregation comes in, where they can create their pivot tables, they can create their charts, uh, they can create dashboards, they can share dashboards with each other. So that's a an area of the, um, the platform we're heavily invested in, where we can provide uh, these tools to uh, people that need to see high level uh, results based on their data. So let's say, simple example, you have a call center. So how many calls did I get yesterday? Did I get 10 days ago? Did I get, did I get last month? How did they end up? Were we, are we successful? Are we not successful? Are, the, are all the tasks done in time? Are they late? Uh, these are all very simple example, but if you see them in a dashboard and you come in the come in the office, you log in, you see your dashboard. If you don't see any red, you're happy. If ever if if you see some red, then you know who you need to mm. talk to. So being very uh, proactive instead of reactive with your organization's data is uh, is very important. So we again we try to provide these tools so they can set up their visualization so they can proactively see if there's anything that can be done instead of reacting to an issue that might come down the line. And again, that comes down to being efficient. And I think also in the, in the, in the same breath, you'd also, you keep everyone on your platform, don't you? In effect, if you can offer that one-stop shop where it's, you know, processing the data, managing all these workflows, it's all low code, no code, and then 
then showing, as you rightly said, an insight into their data, some trends, then it avoids the need for them to export their data, look at other visualization tools, and actually keeps everyone on that cohesion platform. So I think it's a really smart, and I think it's a, it's a really interesting space because I know people talk about low-code, no-code a lot, but actually from a, a functionality, from a, an adaptability, you know, it really is, you know, probably one of the most obvious solutions for a lot of these companies' problems where it comes to using legacy, you know, Excel spreadsheets, for example. Exactly. So it's, and and one of the things internally that we try to say is, is we, we never want to say no to our clients. So they may have a very advanced requirement. So it, it may cost something, it may take some time, but we'll never say no. And that's, that sounds simple as I say it, but, and, and that goes like with choosing a tool that will grow with you. So yeah. if you start with a, if your business starts with two employees and two years after the fact, you have 55, maybe you would like to still use the same software, but just expand the same software. So there's less friction. Uh, you don't want to change software every two years because you're growing. You want the software to grow with you. So there's less and less friction mm. uh, and the software evolves. So having such a platform is is important over time and you can having a platform that you can grow with. So that's why I say we never want to say no to our clients. So it, yeah. it might be an advanced thing. But that kind of what sets us apart where nothing is impossible. If, if it's too advanced, we'll build it for you guys. So we never say no. Um, and, 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 and I think that's one of the things our, our, our client base really appreciates. Yeah. And I think it's uh, no surprise you've been so successful. And yeah, I really enjoyed that, Thierry. And I think you've shown a real uh, insight into an area that um, a lot of people aren't necessarily fully aware of. Uh, we will make sure that we tag cohesion accordingly. And I'm assuming on the website, there's some case studies so people can actually look and understand a bit more about the business and some of the use cases. Absolutely. Um, we, we, we have those use cases. We, we have tons of videos also. Um, I did a few capsules also about some features a couple of Fantastic. months ago. Uh, we have a whole geo mapping module, which is very cool, but it's uh, that, that's kind of my thing. Um, and, uh, but yeah, no, everything is on our website at uh, cohesion.com with a K and a Z. Yeah, fantastic. Well, it's been my pleasure to have you on and uh, a good way to end off uh, kind of season one. So thanks so, so much, Terry. It's been, uh, been lots of fun. Appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Alex. Thank you.